Nice week. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Today we had on uh, my good friend Alicia. Um, she is ketogenic advocate. She's a stay-at-home mom, crossfitter, crossfitter, Ooh. and just she's just trying to push herself. Um, big takeaway for me today was, you know that that mindset, that manifestation, putting. She's just. She's just doing stuff she wants to do. She's doing what she, she likes and, yep. and and growing as a person. Rico, what did you take out of it? Yeah, she's not scared to try something different to make changes in her life and especially for the betterment of her son. Yeah. Also, that legacy for her son to yep. sort of see that she's not scared to make the changes she needs to do. Yeah. So, yeah, it was great, great to have her on. Really, really good discussion. She's just a she's just a, a ball of happiness. She's super a cool. really, really she's nice super cool. person. Yeah, so... Have a listen, enjoy, and thanks Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening. See you guys. See ya. Figure it out. Well, it's basically three words, but we are going to treat it as if it's one word, because that's how you say it. We all want to help one another. Human beings are like that. We want to live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. Don't ever let somebody tell you. Sweet. All right. Well, welcome to the podcast, Alicia. Alicia is Thank with us today. You. She uh, she is a raw dessert fanatic, in her own words. I'm not a fan of them, but she loves them. Self-confessed. <laughs> Best confessions are self-confessions. Yeah, self-confessed. Um, <laughs> she is right into the ketogenic diet, I suppose, the lifestyle, if you will. And uh, and she's she's a mum. She's a stay-at-home mum of a... Uh, a young little weapon, little Riley. So he's uh, he seems to be. Oh, he is full on. Trust me, I've seen him. He's full on. So I imagine that keeps you pretty busy. Yeah. Yes. Um. Exactly. Yeah. He's quite chilled, to be honest. But okay. um, I mean, they're always on the go. They're always like always. from the moment the sun's up. It doesn't matter how chilled they are. They're yeah. You just you're always on the go. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're, Isn't it amazing how their body clock at five o'clock in the morning says. Maybe I should be up and you go, what are you doing awake? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. He's like, mom, the sun's up. Time to wake up. Ding. Okay. So, <laughs> right, mm-hmm. we're on. Yep. And then it yeah. starts. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a puppy that does the same thing. Yeah. So oh, the yeah. sun's up. It's like, oh, hang on. It's time for us all to be up. No, it's not. No, yeah. we don't all have to be up right now. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's certainly. It does get better. It, yeah. Until they get to the point now where they work on the weekend, don't have their license and start at six o'clock. So it's the same thing. Saturday morning mm. rolls around and. Get up, Dad. See, I'm just, just, just creep into the room. It's <laughs> 20 to 6, and it's like, are you serious? Up, and then you put your dress and driving, driving, driving out of work, like eyes half closed, yeah. and and then you come back, and it's 6 o'clock, and you try and get back into bed and go to sleep, and it's just a... a yeah, once no, you're up, you're up. It's a yeah. no deal. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well... All right, hit, let's hit it with question one, then I'll hit it with the most important question of the day. Oh, the most important. Yeah. Are you going to get it out straight up? I'll, first get it out. Up. I'll get it out straight away now. I feel like you need to go first. Yeah, Ooh. I will. Okay. Oh, Who's your favourite okay. superhero? Oh. <laughs> you've, got, you've got a little boy. You can't oh screw this up. You screw gosh. this up now. You could. This could be a life changer. Um, I would say. Oh, Jesus, there's a stall. Oh, no. There's a stall because there's, there's probably a few for a few different reasons. Um, Don't choose a woman one. Nah, go for the, go for the <laughs> hottest. I've never really thought of Really? I've never, ever thought about it. Holy maybe, shit. Maybe the Hulk. 
Oh, Jesus, I nice work. I don't know if, like, it's really my favourite superhero, but, like, I like what the Hulk does to Riley, which is interesting. Oh, like, yeah, Like, when nice. he watches the Hulk, like, he just, it's <laughs> so funny, he turns into, like, the Hulk. So, like, he yeah. has this super strength, like, his mind is just, like, I can do anything, and I love seeing that in him. But yeah. each each superhero has their own quality that he sort of tries to bring out, so... But I, I like, yeah, I think the Hulk. It just nice it's work. Just, yeah, that's it's a pretty just strong, you know. It's a pretty Solid nice choice. recovery that. Yeah, from, yeah. From, from the um to sort of like, yeah, the Hulk. I mean, yeah. I've got a couple of mates still back you up on that one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's not something funny about the Hulk. He's not the he's not like the densest super like there's not much to him. He's just he loves that lady, whatever her name oh, is, yeah. the doctor. Thank, thank God Marvel changed him into being that dumbass we had to watch back in the 70s and 80s when Lou Ferrino oh. was the Hulk. <laughs> he was just the dumbest <laughs> piece of green shit on TV to now being sort of like, he actually has some intelligence. Yeah. You know? and, and who is it, Mark Ruffalo now? Yeah. yeah and he's, he's good. He's oh, good he's cool, it. man. He's just, cool. He's now like half-half. Have you seen like the last Marvel uh, yep. Avengers? Oh, how can you not? Oh, I haven't, but no. just as I've seen it. I haven't seen Thank anything you. of that. And when oh. I say the Hulk, I'm just going by what Riley tells me the Hulk does. So oh, okay. I actually well, don't know a thing about the Hulk. Well, spoiler alert, he ends up half-half. He's okay. sort of, how is it, he accepts that he's got both sides and now he's just like a super big Is he like a gentle human. giant? Yeah. Yeah, that's he's how like I, that's the interpretation. Maybe that's why I'm drawn to him a little bit. Maybe. Oh, Maybe. That's a really interesting answer. Yeah. Well, that's okay. a good start. That's going to be the most technical question you get asked today. The rest, oh, the rest of it should be nice and, that and easy. That was tough. Okay. Yeah, exactly. All right. I'm good. I'm, I'm warmed up You're now. warmed up now. That's <laughs> it. Oh, I hope so. Because it gets far harder. Oh, it's <laughs> it. <laughs> so we're, uh, you know, you've been on this, this journey, uh, whatever, the last couple of years, I suppose, where you've really started to push you know, get out of your comfort zone and all these sort of growth things. And, you know, there's there's plenty of things, uh, plenty of discussions around growth versus change and long and short term mm-hmm. and all these sort of things. But one question that, that we do like to ask, and it's an original question, I think, um, <laughs> is what does, so what did legacy look like to you as a kid? And, and uh, what was your idea of, of, you know, legacy as a kid, what, you know, what sort of influenced that? And and now what does it look like now that you're a parent? Has it changed? Is it, uh, you as know. As in like, because uh, I've never been asked something like that, is hmm. as in like the person I want to to be to leave behind? Hmm. Hmm. Your memories. Your memories for everyone to remember you. Wow, I never, um, I think as a kid, um yeah, wow. Okay. As a kid, I think I never really I never really thought about that, but I remember when I when I was little when I wanted to grow up um I don't know if I really really wanted to necessarily be seen as something, but I knew I always wanted to I don't know how to put that into words. That's a really hard question. Sometimes it's difficult. It is a difficult one. Like, you don't you don't realise until you sort of look back later. Like I can look back now because we've done this with somebody else. Yeah. The question I, I know what I wanted to do when I was younger, and I know what legacy I want to leave behind yeah. now. And it's for me, it all comes down to sort of like 
leaving behind a memory of of for everyone else to follow of like live a happy life just yeah. just you know be fr- frequent happiness with other people don't leave yourself yeah. in a hole you know don't let other people control your life you know yeah. find your own destiny and journey when i was younger i always just wanted to be just better than what, what i was i could always sort of say i love playing sport and i just wanted to be better in all those sports and as my, I always sort of thought I wanted to be the best that I could be. Mm-hmm. But then once I got to that adult thing and realised, well, there's there's people out there playing tennis like Roger Federer. It's like, fuck him for t- starting tennis. I could have fucking been that job. Yeah. Then I realised I couldn't be. So then it's like, well, let's just start with being the best person for me. And the, me- yeah. the, the biggest memory for my son will hopefully be how hard I tried to do the things that I tried to do and be the best at him I could be. Yeah. And that's sort of hopefully my legacy. Leave for him the idea of just just don't drop the ball. Yeah. Hold on to the ball as long as you can and go as hard for the line as you can to give it your best shot. Yeah. And if you don't get over the line, it doesn't matter. Yeah. The 150 kilo fullback there is stopping you. Yeah. That's the only reason you didn't get there, but you didn't stop until he got you. So yeah. that was that was my thought of legacy for me. I think now that – I don't know if this actually even answers the question, but what just came to me, I think I actually struggled to answer that because, you know, sometimes you don't want to actually say what you think, if that makes sense. Like yeah. when I was little, all I wanted to do – was be famous. I don't know why. Um, I think because my parents didn't have a lot of money and I assumed maybe fame came with money and I, then I could help them out and all these types of things. And and I think for when I was little, like I always – I was a very shy, quiet um, – I thought it was shy, but I think I just actually lacked a lot of confidence. So I always strived to be somebody else. Like I always wanted to be the ones that, that weren't that. Um and then fast forward to now, I think, especially since having my son, I realised that trying to be somebody else and be something else is actually not going to serve me or anyone else. To be honest, it just makes you, it, you just, you're never going to be someone else. And I think that's what really sparked this passion for this journey to just try to be me, be the best version of me that I can be to then inspire Riley to do the same. Because I think when you have a child, you really start to see, like it, you just reflect on your yourself a lot more. Or I reflected on myself as a kid and all the insecurities I had and um, the confidence that I didn't have. And then I realised that, wow, I need to start moving forward and pushing myself because if I want Riley to do that and just to be the best version of himself, then I actually need to actively do that because yeah. I need to lead with that inspiration rather than you need to do this like get out and do your best and I'm like hang on a sec if I'm not doing my best and if I'm letting dumb shit hold me back then well that's not right like what a hypocrite yeah so it's surprising isn't it because you think yourself when when you're young you always think that sometimes you don't fit yeah you just don't fit the puzzle and then when you get older you soon realize there is no puzzle. Yeah. Every, everybody fits. You've yeah, just yeah. got your own circle that you fit in. Yeah. Like Ricky and I fit in our circle. You fit in your yeah. circle. We all fit. Yeah. We just don't all fit in the same circle. Yeah. But there's a circle for everybody and everyone just got to realise just you just fit in. Everyone yeah. fits. Yeah. What is, that, uh, what is that technical term for the, you know, where they draw the circles and sections overlap and, you know, it's like... Yeah, the sweet spot in the middle. Is yeah. the Venn, Venn diagram? Uh, Something like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But you have like a circle yeah. that might be Alicia. And then there's a circle that might be Ricky, and we overlap, oh, and there's I've, a bunch of stuff I've here. Seen that, that, but I didn't know what it. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, there's and that's life, and it, it's mm. I think it's something that comes with age when you get to like our age when we hit sort of that thirty mark and or around that point, you start to realise that 
you see the people you've grown up with and you realise how much shit they bring with them from childhood. So you're like, oh, okay, kids do see everything. They might not project it now and it might not be mm-hmm. in five years, but you're going to see all those insecurities and things that, that do pop up and it's nine times out of ten from, from their childhood. So, And when you have your own kids, you're like, oh, man, this is like I'm – not gonna fuck this up, but you, you, it's it's really hard to get out of raising your kids the way you were raised, mm-hmm. and 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 whether or not the way you were raised was was good or bad or or indifferent, you realise like there's always something that could have been better. Yeah, and then you sort of hit that point where you know, like you said, you you sort of grow and you realize that you're holding yourself back and sometimes it's not just you it might be friends and you know it's Mm -hmm. just your environment is 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 slowing you down and you get to that point where you don't see your friends as much and you realize you're better for it or you might not see this person as much and you're better for it or and you get to this point where you know you just sort of start to take a little bit from here and a little bit from here and I don't want to do this that I used to do and I don't want to be like that, like the person that my parents knew. And you sort of just put it all together. and You know, it's, it's that age-old thing of, of trying to do better than the last generation, yeah. I, I think. Is, yeah, just, just trying to keep keep pushing. Yeah. Mm. I, th- I think as well, though, I started – and I don't know if it's because, like, my partner works away, if, I, if, if it was just me being at home with myself a lot. Yep. Um, it's easy to then – well, I started overthinking everything. Like, am I am I doing this parenting thing right? Like, are you being the best mum? And that's that's when you sort of had to step back and go, hang on a second. Like, there's no such thing as perfect. You do the best you can, and he'll just do the best he can. And so you only, can just only so lead far you can the best. There's only so much you can give them, and so much like there's. I, I think like kids are like 50% themselves from yeah. the start. Like they, they, you know, you come with your own little little motor mm-hmm. and obviously you're getting that input from, from the environment, but it's just kids mm-hmm. that just figure their own shit out as well. It's just what they do. They take a little bit from you like you took a little bit from your parents and yeah. then the rest is just internal and they yeah. just make it work. Yeah, everyone seems to make it work. I mean, you're all, I, I've always said is everyone's given a toolkit. Some people are just given a toolkit when they start life and it's just got a hammer and a screwdriver in it and others have got a cordless drill and a, and a, and a saw and they've got the whole the whole lot stuck in two smoking barrels. But everyone gets by. Everyone yeah. gets along. I think it's it, – I think it's uh, from like reflecting on my own journey again, it's actually necessary to have a bit of struggle too. You need like, Oh, you need to fail. Kids, and I heard this on Joe Rogan once and I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Um he spoke about like all these people he speaks to is that we try to give these kids this perfect life, the perfect school, the perfect food, the perfect clothes, all this stuff. And that's the only the life they know. But some of the greatest people out there have come from those struggles where they've like learnt and changed and grown on their own. Adversity thought, builds character, wow, doesn't it? Yeah. It's not important to give him the best of everything. Well, it's, it's, it's another tool in the toolkit, yeah? It's, yeah. it's you know how to deal with being hungry. You know how to deal with... Having no money, you know how to deal with no electricity, no hot water. Mm. You just learn all this shit. And what happens when you get to 30 and all of a sudden you miss a car payment or you miss your red gel and fuck, it feels like the end of the world. Yeah, we've been here before. We'll yeah. make it yeah. work. Yeah. Money comes and goes. Yeah. You know, people come and go. It's just life just, once you sort of 
take that idea of this is how it's supposed to be or this is, you know, TV life, this is what the families look like on TV. Fucking, when you realise that was written by probably a really depressed writer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, and that's oh. the truth as well, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's, um, once you realise that that shit is, is not normal or it's, it's fabricated, well, then you just sort of make it work with, with your yeah. toolkit. You just open it up and, and all right, what, what tool do we have to figure this out with and how are we going to fix it? And it's, yeah, it's, that's just life, isn't it? That's, yeah. Well, if you work on how many people are in Australia, so we've got 23 million people across Australia now. Well, five, we probably probably less, maybe maybe say three million people in the whole of Australia would be in that rich thing where they could do pretty much whatever they like. Mm-hmm. The rest of us are all in that next bracket of like, got to pay the piper, you've got to pay a mortgage, you've got to you know have a car loan, you know you've got to do all those things. That just doesn't change, and that's and that's probably maybe anywhere up to seventeen million of those people, and the rest are the people that are on that poverty line where life is difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just never going to be able to own much themselves. You know, they're going to use public transport the whole life. They can never afford to get a car. So I mean, that's how the brackets are built, and I don't think that's. I mean, everyone can get out of their brackets. You know, people from the top can fall down, people from the bottom can come up, but realistically, there is still those brackets, and you know, you you just you deal with what you dealt. And yeah. if you're lucky enough to get dealt with a nice, nice hand and you can actually get a good start and be positive and people give you that positive affirmation to try stuff and have a crack at things and you're not scared to, you know, the, all the biggest risk takers get the biggest reward. And whether the reward for you is in the day I've got a meal on the table and a roof over the head or whether you've actually got your Lamborghini in the garage, it doesn't matter. Mm. Really, in the big scheme, it doesn't matter. You've got what you've got and if you want more, you've got to strive for more. But if you're happy with what you've got, you're happy with what you've got. You wake yeah. up every day and go, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy there's food there's food in the fridge, there's a roof over my head, not getting rained on. Mate, I've you know, I've I've been poor. I've been dirt fucking poor. And I tell you what, like I've I've been around you know, you, you sit in those brackets, you know, poor people hang out with poor people, that's what you do. Mate, we've we've eaten for eighty cents, you know. Mm-hmm. Stack of polonia and some bread rolls and we're happy. You know, you're yeah. happy. You sit around with your Plenty friends used eating Polonian sauce and everyone's yeah. happy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not internally or whatever, but you're still having a good time. Like it's. But yeah. I think with that, you, there's like this thing that if you're poor, you're not happy. So yeah, I think I think people just wrong. assume that you should be unhappy if you are poor. And it's like you were probably super happy. Super <laughs> happy. You, <laughs> well, you think about it when you're a kid. You don't know any different, do you? you no, if you just, you're poor, like I mean externally, you know, by the time you hit school age or whatever, you might realise that you're not as well off as some kids, but who gives a shit? You're fine. You've got a shit of toys and shit of clothes, but you're still a kid, still running around, sun's still free. There's ways you can go around it as well, I think. Like, we were never, we never had, we were never allowed to get the bought lunch boxes, lunch orders at school, yet my dad every second Friday would bring down like a, a pie, cheap pie heated up in the oven and a homemade milkshake. So, like, nice. we were happy as hell. We never were allowed Subway. That was too expensive. So, we just had the hot chook and the rolls. So, it's like, I don't know. People get down because they can't have this, that and the other. And but it doesn't just, really matter. They're not really thinking of it. Yeah, properly yeah. or something. Yeah. Life is simple if you make yeah. it simple. It's difficult if you make it difficult. Yeah. You know, it, just, it is. Yeah. Now, I had the pleasure of looking at one of your desserts this morning. Oh, <laughs> Oh. Jesus Christ! Which one was it? Oh, that that mud cup one. Oh, do you know that's really good? Jesus Christ, yeah. is it good? I'm looking it at it going. Good. I'm watching watching the second but one with a it? spoon just going through it, going, <laughs> "Holy shit! What the hell is that?" 
I saw it at CrossFit the other day and I was like, I need to have that. And I just took it off the shelf and took it home. Paid for it a couple of days later. Um, but it was like... <laughs> Did you steal it? <laughs> I just Did they catch you on the camera? And I just to pay it. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> reviewed the security footage. For what it is, for the simple mug cake that it is, like it was amazing. Yeah, it was yeah, amazing. So where did you start your keto business from? Because look, I've, I've been down all these sort of paths mm-hmm. before. So tell us, how'd you get started? What was your, what flicked your switch? So I was always quite paleo before. I got like right into my paleo desserts and um, I guess I've always been into, I suppose, health and wellness and then just experimenting on myself. Like I'm so used to being, shall I say, the weird one, you know, that just eats all the weird things like kimchi. Is it kimchi? Yeah, kimchi, um, yeah. You know, like all that kind of stuff. Um, And through CrossFit, they sort of encourage a paleo lifestyle. So I did that for quite a while. I remember doing a few little challenges. um, And that sort of sparked this journey to cut out more processed foods and breads and that. And I've started to like feel really good. Um, And then cut out dairy because obviously you can't eat dairy and paleo. And then um, fast forward, I had my son. He was about eight months old. Yeah. And my CrossFit coach was right into keto, right into fasting. I'd never heard of it before in my life. I was like, it just sounded absolutely ridiculous. I was like, what high fat, low carb? Like you were never, like this was three years ago. It just wasn't a thing, right? Every Everyone was low fat. Um, he ended up like introducing like a supplement, but that, it, I, I tried that, but it just sparked my, what then became an obsession between all this information that was wasn't available or no one knew about, and I'm like, oh my god, this is possibly the answer to a lot of questions, not the answer to all questions, um, but yeah, it just so probably three three years ago, yeah, yeah nice. and from there I just it just kind of went, yeah. I've been I've been one of those, like you were saying, the weirdos. I've yeah. been one of those for now for twenty. Yeah, I was going to say, you still I, are. Yeah, still, still are. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I eat lots of weeks. I probably get for told prob- that. Probably about 20, <laughs> for probably nearly, I'd say, 28 years, yeah, I've, I've right. been on a similar sort of thing. I mean, I've, I've gone from from being uh, just eating fruit, nothing but fruit, yep. uh, and then gone to uh, being full vegetarian, yep. uh, eating nothing, no no milk, dairy and stuff, uh, and then I've uh, currently doing full carnivore. Yep. So I've, I've gone through all the different phases. That all, fascinates me. Yeah, it's, look, thing. It's, it's, look, it's all a great health reset, I tell you. Look, I mean, yeah. every time you change from something to another thing, my body just goes, holy fuck, yeah. what have you done? Yeah. Like it is, your body just flicks a switch and you go, why do you feel so shit? Yeah. And then over a couple of days, like currently at the moment, so uh, I'm drinking predominantly water. Green tea is about the only extra mm-hmm fluid that I stick in, don't have anything else at the moment. So green tea, I'll have like two of those a day. And the rest of the time, it's just water and, and meat. And that's the path that I'm going down currently at the moment. So you don't do dairy or eggs or no, anything? No Some dairy, no eggs. Just yeah. all it is is muscle. Oh, look, I mean, I went the other day and I had uh, I had three lamb hearts that I'm eating at work. And the guys in the So going, you're doing it really well then? Yeah, I'm doing... Because I think some people just eat the steak. Yeah, nose to I tail. I really think you've got to go... Yeah, like, nose, nose You've got to, to go tail. full on to get all those nutrients and... Yeah, that kind of stuff. I still yeah. I still can't do liver because I don't give it a, when anyone says liver's fucked. Hey, it's good. <laughs> we used to have lambs. Don't when I was a kid. Just, yeah. don't <laughs> don't pretend that poor man's food liver. Mate, um, bit of gravy. Oh. Yeah, we used to love that as kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. look, I, my, I used to remember coming home and my mum was a fantastic cook. Only simple stuff, not not luxurious stuff, just simple stuff. 
But I remember come home, she said, I've got this lamb's fry. It should be beautiful. And I'm smelling it going, my God, that smells unreal. Yeah. And I tasted it and went, it's a weird what the hell is that rubbery, irony <laughs> shit, mum? Of course, I didn't say shit. Otherwise, yeah. I would have had, yeah. had yeah. a nice flat hand across the ear. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I've uh, I substitute with liver now. So I've got liver capsules that I'll take oh, yeah. as, a, as a substitute. But yeah, I know. Just there's certain things. <laughs> like when I, when I was a kid, you know, um, we would go through all the offal. We'd eat brains and hearts. I mean, the, I mean so I'm I, I eat heart now, quite quite comfortably. Yeah. No, no big deal. Uh, brains, yeah, I'm not going to quite go down that path just yet. But I'm trying to eat nose to tail okay. and just see how my body reacts to it. And it's pretty good. Uh, I've struggled for the first probably month. I woke up and I was telling Ricky, I woke up tired than I've ever felt. And I never yeah. wake up tired. I'm usually at four o'clock in the morning, wake up jelly bean, bang, yeah. and I'm ready to fire. I can pretty much just walk straight out the door and go for a run. Yeah. Uh, and since I've been uh, doing predominantly carnivore, I've found it a lot harder to wake up with that spring. But I also contribute that to sort of like if I'm having a meal at like eight o'clock at night, which is generally we finish work at seven, you know, seven, get home, you know, I usually do some training out in the shed before I do anything, eat tea. So I'm eating like a heavy, heavy meal. So my body's spending all night digesting, all night digesting. And then, of course, at that time, you know, I wake up in the morning and the body still hasn't got probably rid of all the stuff in my stomach. So How I'm, long are you going to do it for? Uh, I'm going to go for another probably about six, seven months. Oh, because, yeah? Wow. Oh, man. Because, look, I, I, miss, I miss fruit. I miss yeah. vegetables. Being, being a vegetarian, I love being a vegetarian more than anything else. It was just, it suited who I was. Fruit yeah. and vegetables every day. But the thing is, I couldn't, I couldn't eat enough. Yeah, you lost was, so much weight. I lost you so lost much so weight. Much size. And because, yeah, I've never heard of just fruit. That's yeah. Yeah, I went for that for ages. I followed a training regime and it was so good. Like I had so much energy. But the, the problem was is that, you know, you go out for, for dinner with people. And <laughs> it's like, excuse right, me, apple. brought my own banana. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Have you, have you got a fruit platter? Oh, no, sorry. We don't have a fruit platter. Uh, sorry, we're adults here. Yeah, it's like, yeah. So, it's, so it became too hard. You know, like, My you know, partner would kill me if i did something like that oh yeah look hey look it's great he rolls fun. his eyes when i'm like uh just hold i'll have a uh hamburger but hold the bun he's like <laughs> so t- tell 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 me how your body feels how, how does your body feel since doing the pilot because now you've got a comparison I of where you were like i i feel amazing i feel because i think paleo is great but i think since i've ventured into more of a ketogenic lifestyle i'm not strict or anything um i feel less bloated i have less like stomach upset, I think. I think there's actually sometimes when you incorporate a lot of foods in your diet, and you're probably seeing this with the carnivore diet, when you incorporate a lot of different foods like we're told to, sometimes you can't pinpoint what's actually messing yeah. up your stomach. And then, and I think this happened actually when I was breastfeeding because there's so many things I couldn't have because then it would affect the baby. And yeah. that's really started this whole elimination type thing. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't mean I never eat it. It just makes me more aware of how yep. different foods affect my body. I suppose. Um, but I just. I just feel really good. Like I feel satiated. I feel satisfied. I feel. I don't have the cravings. I don't have like sugar and carb cravings. Like I think people think I'm purposely going without them. I'm like, no. I just don't. I don't just don't it. want them. Um, but as like Ricky would know, I am. Um, used to be right into my raw desserts since doing the paleo thing. And that's just something I've, I, I don't really always need the dessert, but if you follow me on Instagram, yep. I'm always doing dessert. Yeah, there's, there's desserts there. It's yeah. just like my happy place. You know, that's just like my comfort zone. That's my, I just love creating desserts. Um, and I originally started that cause I wanted, I think 
a lot of people love desserts. I think there's oh, like yeah. everyone's fascinated with it. You aren't eating real desserts. So, Let me get on the <laughs> so record. In my mind, they're real desserts. <laughs> um, and I always wanted to create things that I could share with people just so they had that better alternative because I don't think everyone's going to do what I'm going to do or what you're going to do. Yeah. But if they just have those little switches, um, so it might do, just do, do you intermittent fast? I am not super strict with it, but I tend to try to go maybe 12 to 16 hours. Yep, yep. Um, I'm the same. I, I'm in a, in a minute fast. So I, I basically now... Uh, I feel really good for it, like th- when I you do, do it. Like, yeah. amazing. I, I'd Energy like to reverse is just crazy. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And it is, yeah. It feels really good. I'd actually like to reverse mine because what I do is when I have my last meal at sort of like 8 o'clock at night, I generally mm-hmm. won't eat, I do the same. Yeah, yeah. eat the next day until maybe 12 or 1 o'clock. Every now and then, sort of maybe about nine or ten o'clock, I get the oh no, I've got to eat something now. I'm just, I'm really just fanging for it, and I go no, I'm not pushing myself. But I would like to reverse the clock and actually, you know, finish my last meal maybe about three in the afternoon, and then not have anything until the next day, and then work that out differently. Just so that would probably be good. Yeah, yeah, just not, just not going to bed with sort of like with a, with a full stomach. Yeah, you know, and just actually having having the stomach empty but least contented, and see how that my body goes with that. Yeah. Have you ever done that, Ricky? <laughs> <laughs> do I look like I go without food? Oh, dear God. <laughs> How do I sustain this without food? I get a body like this. <laughs> Have you ever done, i got to ask, extended fasting? Yeah. yeah. yeah How just, do you find that? Uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, my God. Mm. I've, I, find that, I find that actually quite quite easy. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I can do um, tw- 24 to 48 Quite easy, oh, that's but then weak. But then when I but then when I get to forty eight, I go no, I'm done. because because yeah. I I do a lot of training, yeah. and that's and that's the problem is if if I start doing any more, the minute I go back into something, I actually feel fatigued. Yeah, I, I find that because I don't have I don't have much weight on me anyway. That's the biggest problem. So yeah, I've I've tried I've thought about going. I think you longer. always got to listen to your body as well, don't you? Yeah, like I, some yeah. people strive for certain numbers and. <laughs> Mine's <laughs> going Maccas. <laughs> Chippies. Donuts. Um, Go to bed, have a nap. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not surprised. Like, I'm not, no, I'm not not surprised. I mean, like, I'm not, no, it doesn't surprise me. Like, I'm not, I just, that's what I would think with you. If you messaged me one day and said, I'm going to, I think I'm going to start this whole fasting thing, I'd probably fall to the floor. Yeah, I, I couldn't do like a 60-hour fast mm. like you do. If he's saying to me that he's fasting, he's run out of money. That's the yeah. only reason why he's fasting. Yeah. Yep. I've got no, I'm starting a fast. Oh, really? Do you need hey, some cash, man? Hey. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. I haven't that's eaten. Exactly right. At this point, I haven't eaten for an hour, so well, we'll see bad. how I go. It might get too Eventually, hours. he'll probably do it, but he'll do it quietly, I reckon. He'll be like a secret faster, closet uh, faster. I could probably do it. I just get snacky. I don't think everyone has to do it. I get it. so snacky. Yeah, snacks. Snacks uh, good. Yeah, I used to love being a snacker, but when I had all the fruit in the in the fridge and everywhere, I'd just go and grab, you know, apples, bananas, pears. I could just grab biscuits, lollies, chocolate. <laughs> yep, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. But I tell you what, there's there's still, regardless of keto, paleo, carnivore, vegetarian, there's nothing like a fucking choc bomb ice cream at the cinema with a big bag of popcorn and a coke to fucking watch a movie. <laughs> do they still do choc? Covered ice cream, fucking better. Yeah. When I come up, when I actually eat dairy, what? 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 <laughs> you fucking put desserts on the internet? What the hell? 
How are you? Jesus. How are you trying to make dessert and you haven't even eaten the basic one? I never. What? We never did it as kids though. We never went to the movies. Like that was huge the first time we went to the movies. My parents could barely afford that, let alone we took our own little snacks in our bag. And... I tell you what, it's not any cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's worse now. It's expensive to go to the movies. Yep. A, a, night, a night out at the cinema is nearly like taking group who out for tea. Yeah. It's yeah, just it's horri- same, it's horrific. It's the same price as four people going out for a full meal is, is go to the movies. Oh, no, it's, it's just unreal. ridiculous. Oh, that's all right. But it's, that's all right. it's, a, it's a night out. It is a night out. Um, yeah. So, Alicia, what? So we talk about on here, we talk about a lot of, like, growth and, you know, I've already said that. But what is, um, what to you now is is really piquing your curiosity? So not, like, what is not a, like, a three-year or a one-year, what's, like, a six-month thing that you want to sort of, chase down and learn more about or get more involved in what's what's really driving your curiosity right now mindset and manifestation okay yeah super cool hands down that's like apart from like the health and wellness stuff um i've just gotten onto this new podcast thing and this girl like you know sometimes you listen to someone and it just really resonates with you and um i've probably been on this mindset journey I don't know, maybe, well, I don't know, for 12, 12 plus months, just being aware of it. But like this whole, like, yeah, mindset, manifestation, like you are actually um, in charge of like your own thoughts. And so I you're think, talking about changing a little bit of yourself, your own mindset, empowering yourself maybe a little yeah, bit like a that. Yeah, a little bit, cool. yeah. And, and, you know, when we, when we and I, again, this comes back to like watching Riley. Like, I think kids, as I say quite a lot, like when you see a child, like, and they they look in the mirror or they think, you know, like, he puts on these pyjamas at the moment and he just turns into Mr. Incredible, whoever whoever that is, like a little thing. And he's got the speed. Whoever that is. You know, superhero, whatever he is. Oh, my God. (laughs) Fuck, there's people out there now that hit the fucking floor. (laughs) Me? Yeah. Can we please call 911? But I don't, I don't watch it. Anyway, That's a so really he's good Mr. Movie. You should watch it. He's Mr. Incredible. I think I've tried to watch it a few times. <laughs> Mr. Incredible's the strong one, by the way. Yeah. Well, that's like the Hulk. That's who he is. But Dash is the quick one. Oh, that's the one he talks about. Dash, Dash. is the quick one. Okay, so he puts his. <laughs> he's Mr. Incredible when he puts his shirt on. Then he puts his pants on and he's Dash. And anyway, the mindset of a child fascinates me because, like, who they think they are, they just become. And I'm like, where does it stop as you grow up? Like you start to have all this like self-doubt. You start to have all this like you question a lot of things rather than... High school. Yeah. Rather pe- than pe- just those like... Those kids put it into you. It's women. So I want to protect... <laughs> <laughs> it's women that get to you when it's you're, well, if you're, you're into women. Ricky. It's not. It's, it's <laughs> when you get to high school when you're just like, who's that girl? <laughs> oh, now I really care what she thinks or he thinks or... Yeah. High school, man. Do you think about your own life? My oh, own yeah. life, it all changed when you hit high school. It is true. You start to, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. The hormones become a terrible thing, yeah. you know, and then you and you really care about fitting in, really care about what other people think about you, you yeah. know, if, if people are going to like you or not. And then all of a sudden you go past that later on in life and you go, I don't know why I cared about what all those spastics thought anyway, because not one of those fuckers is my friend anymore. Yeah, and that's, yeah and that's a terrible thing, really. You yeah. put so, so much emphasis and if it's nice if you can... The kids don't go into that twelve-year period of their lives mm. from one to twelve and just go, 
yeah, it really matters what everyone else thinks. Yeah. It's hard. You can't tell them not to because they just do. It's where it changes. It is something, something, yeah, something really, really happens in high school, and it's, it's, it's really. I think it's important to try and let kids know that don't fuck your life up at this point because this doesn't matter. Like these people don't matter. Like don't do stuff for these people. And it runs into your 20s, trust me. It runs into your 20s where like you just really got to try and not put yourself in shit for other people because when you hit 30... So there's, you know, we've spoken about this before. There's something else. Something happens around that thirty, that thirtieth birthday. Where the fuck is everyone that you know used to fucking knock people out for this guy? And where's that guy now? You know, he wasn't at my court dates, and he wasn't, you know, he wasn't yeah. here when I had no food and had no money. And it doesn't matter. Like he, he sort of need to make it through that period from you know high school to 30 without putting yourself in shit for other people because yeah i don't know man but yeah high school them women's them women's get you impress you want to impress you got to don't you yeah. it's it's the it's, it's the, the alpha male thing in you it it's the alpha male if, thing if want to impress them if we're in a village we'd have the shortest loincloth i reckon <laughs> just getting it all out <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> well, excuse me. Um, so, diet, keto, you, you know, keto mad, diet, very diet and fasting conscious. What's something you wish you knew when you started this little, this little journey? What is something you wish you'd brought in 10 years ago or five years ago? If you could uh, go back in time. Turn back time. Mm. Um... I think that it actually, for me, has nothing... Like, I think I am one of these people that sort of thinks that you need to go through everything you've been through to get to where you are now. So I don't know if I would pull anything back in um, because that would mean I'm striving to be perfect. And I think everything I've gone on in my life has led me to where I am. Um, But I think I just maybe... uh, I think... I think it's important to have like the, how do I say it? I'm in two minds whether I wanted to know more about health and wellness or I actually wanted to know more about mindset back in the day. Because I think like when you said that whole high school thing, if we were taught more in school about how to um, use our mind better, um, have like to just, again, have that more confidence to that kind of stuff, I probably would have implemented that before I probably would have implemented any health and wellness changes. Yeah. yeah. Everything like is... if I had confidence way back then yeah, and actually com- just confidence in myself, I think, fuck, where could I have gone? Like yeah. <laughs> I did some cool things, but there was so much of me holding myself back, probably from the stories that I was telling myself in my head, like, oh, they might laugh at me. No, I don't look good in this or... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 Well, and like I said, everything's external at that age. Yeah. There's no, yeah, it is. you're fueled by your external environment. Everything Absolutely. is, you're trying yeah. to impress. Which, you know, the interesting thing with me, like when I was in school though, I wasn't a kid, we were in a very small school, but I wasn't a kid, 
I was picked on a little bit when I was younger, but they were sort of friends um, for being like chubby. It was just like a every weekend we'd just we just like kids, you know, talking shit. Um, but I wasn't like uh, um, I wasn't picked on in school. Yep. Like I had lots of friends. Like we were. So it it's just weird. Like I feel like I let, not let myself down, but. I was way too hard on myself. It's just survival, isn't it? You, yeah. Like when you're not faced with a mortal danger, well, then you're faced yeah. with a social danger. Yeah. And, you, and you don't want to be cast out from the tribe, yeah? So you just find that that middle Having ground me, yeah. and just, just stay average. Yeah. Because I, I don't know if it's the same in other countries, but there's very much that tall poppy syndrome in Australia. There's... Don't stand out, otherwise you'll yeah. get cut down. Mm-hmm. Mm. But then, yeah, and part of me always wanted to, though, which was weird. Uh, but I never had the confidence. Yeah, so, so then, I was then the I, same. I was like very, thing, you know? I was very extrovert in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, on a class clown, loud. You know, just we we just went against the grain for mm-hmm. the fucking sake of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we yeah. we went to when we went to high school. Maybe not so much in the first year, but by year nine, um, you know, we sort of, so our high school had like a big rectangle in the middle of it that was just grass and and everyone sat around the outside in the concrete and there was tables and one day we just went, fuck it. And we just went and sat in the middle of the thing. Like no one sat in there. So we just went and sat in the middle of it. Group of us just went, fuck it, this is where we sit now because you have to have somewhere to sit in high school. Everyone mm. sits in one spot. So, Did yeah, we just. school? Uh, just to put it yeah, in. yeah. So, I went to Kudnup High School okay. around the corner from you. Oh, yeah, Five, yeah. six, oh, seven hundred kids. Yep. Yeah, right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, we just, there was a group of four or five of us mm-hmm. and we just went and sat in the fucking middle of it. <laughs> just didn't <laughs> care. <do>. But then, <laughs> like, still had all the same insecurities. Yeah. We were just masking it with with being extrovert yeah. you know we're just masking it with being loud smart asses yeah. i think in school as well it's interesting you looking back you and i i don't necessarily i hope riley doesn't sort of fall into this like you're kind of molded as to like what you should do and where you should go and how you should be do you know what i mean like you which is obviously not on your path like did they offer um did they offer lessons like this in school you know, to, to no, be a podcaster so, when no, you no, look, Like I've, you've got to leave, you've got to get a TAFE degree, you've got to go to uni. I, th- I think that, you know, I've, I've got a big problem with the way school is run. Um, but I also think it holds a lot of, like I think you need to, as a kid, learn how to learn. I've, when yeah. someone told me that, I was like, that makes sense. You need to learn how to learn because... I got confused about school yeah, for a while. And so, yeah. I mean, like, look... I've got a, a a teenager that's nearly an adult and uh-huh. I still get mad that she gives up on shit. I, 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 it really frustrates me, uh, even though I did it and I'm still probably going to do it. And it's just, you try and you get in the headspace of, why won't this kid listen to me? Like, I've done this shit, like, listen. And then it's just like, well, fuck, did I listen to my parents? No. So those, those hormones that just kill it. They just had that look, wanting to be independent and know their own stuff. Yeah. You know? Yep. Unfortunately, you think back now, you know, if you'd listen to more people about the, some of the choices that you'd make, you'd eradicate half the fuck ups you make in your life. 
you know, or you'd limit the limit the amount. But do you need them? You need them, don't you? Mm. It's tools, tools yeah. and toolkit. Tools and shit. It's, it's tools interesting and you saying that about getting frustrated at your eldest as well, because like that's what um, really drives my interest in mindset and like not so much manifestation, but mindset, because I know that I'm gonna entail things like that with Riley, or if I have more kids or whatever. Um, and I think if you even as a parent, if you can control the way you think about that, because that must drive you crazy. Like it must be it quite frustrating. It's infuriating. Yeah, it's it's completely out of your control. There's nothing Yet I can do. I've started to learn if I can just control how I see situations like that, because I know it's going to happen. Oh, look, don't get me wrong. And like, hopefully, I don't know. I think like this easier. all the time. I think like, yeah. you know, she's an adult next year. Yeah. Like I know she's got, she's got her own life to live. Yeah. But then it's like we have these discussions, and I'm just like, ah, oh, yeah. really, yeah. like it really annoys me. Yeah. And then I, but I know that, yeah, there's nothing I can do about it. But you just try and alleviate the shit, even though you know they're not going to listen to you. Yeah, you can do their own fucking I thing. I guess anyway. that just comes out of love, and you see, obviously, they have a lot of potential, and yeah, and it's really, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how to be a parent. It's just hard work. I don't work. think anyone does. No. <laughs> I think we're all in that boat. <laughs> that's like every every book ever written on how to be a parent. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Every yeah. every individual. Did you ever different. read books on parenting? No, neither did I. No, look, my my um, which which is what which is why I probably I have things about my son. I'd like to go. Oh, How old your son? Twenty five. Oh, twenty five. Yeah, huge. So, yeah. I can't tell him anything because he'll just crush him. He just crush me. <laughs> um, luck, lucky enough, he's picked up a lot of the same traits that I have all around uh, the physical side of things, the health, that sort of thing. He's he's all over that sort of stuff. He's got a very He's got a very split personality and he's super hard about stuff. He's as black and white in some things as you're going to get. And it just like it scares me that he is so black and white. But it's also good not to live in shades of grey either, to, to be pretty concise about decisions that you make. And he's very good like that. Yeah. But I see the other sides of him and think, just, I wish you were just softer about certain things. It would just make things a little bit easier for you if you just softened. But... He is who he is, and I love him more than anything else. And just he makes me proud with some of the stuff that he makes. He's a great, he's a great kid, cool. and I can look back at some of the stuff that I didn't do, and think, man, I can see that fault that's come from me watching me do it. So I think you have to just project a lot of stuff out there for them to see that that's what's going on. And if they choose to pick up some of those and run with them, great. If they choose to run their own path, great. But you just you can't leave it in your own bag. You got to get it out of your own bag, put it in front of them, and so at least they can see it. Because they've never seen it, they can sort of they can never say to you, "I never ever saw that. I've never heard that." You know, they can always sort of say, "Oh, I saw, I saw them doing that." Yeah. So they so can you're never, kind of leading with that inspiration. Yeah. You never, you never want their life to be a total surprise. They yeah. can't sort of say, oh, "I'm surprised that that even happens." Yeah. You know, so I, I'd wish, like you said, school, school is great. School is supposed to to teach you how to learn things. It's not supposed to teach you how life actually is. But some of the important lessons in life that you should learn from school don't get taught. And then nowadays parents, unfortunately, believe that school's going to teach them everything to get them out there. Well, it doesn't. It just teaches them how to open their mind up to learn stuff, yeah. even though a lot of it's useless. But at what particular stage do you sort of say, well, what do we need to actually teach them that everything's right? Because certain parents will go, well, no, I want my kids you know, looking at the stock market and understand the ASX and that's what it does. Other ones will sort of say, I, I just want them to be to count up if they've got 50 bucks in their hand and they're going to lose 25 bucks. It doesn't mean they've got 23 bucks. Mm. 
yeah, that they want that sort of simple. I just want them to be able to actually put some stuff down on paper and people can understand it. You know, that's every parent wants something different. So, and, do you know it's really? And I only say this because of something I've re- listened to a couple of weeks ago. It's interesting listening to you say that because I think that might be another thing that people need to be more aware of. I think as parents, we think about what we want for our children rather than thinking, hang on a sec, what does our child want? Like how many parents Mm. go, oh, I want him to do this, this and this. And it's like, hang on a second. Is that what the child wants or is that what you want? And do you want that because you never did it or you can't do it? Like I think that's a huge thing. When I heard that, I was like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Because I'm – um, like you always want the best for your child and like you, you envision a road that they're going to go down. But I've, I always try to be careful of not putting what I want into Riley and just letting him be, you know, his own little flower. Yeah. He'll don't, grow into. don't let your kids live their lives through your yeah, eyes. Yeah. You yeah. want them to live their lives through their own eyes. Yeah. yeah. Their journeys are own. It's not so. like it's a bad thing, but I think no. sometimes. Well, you've got to have, it's like a dream for you, isn't it? That's yeah. sort of, I, I want my children to be better than me. To take life yeah. by the horns, stronger and faster. Yeah. Do do better things, enjoy life more. Yeah, uh, and that's all we ever hope, isn't it? Just 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 be better than us. One step better than us, and yeah. I'll be happier. And look, if they manage to be three or four steps better, fantastic. But they've got to start somewhere. Yeah, and you, you've got to. I don't know. You've got to sort of. The only thing you can really instill is teach them not to settle. I think, like, yeah, and that's the. That's the easiest. We know it's the easiast thing to do. We can all do it right now. We can all just yep. take the easy choice and yep. yeah, relax and yep. take our foot off the pedal and just coast. It's so easy in our current existence to just to be comfortable. Just yeah. be comfortable. Yeah. Just do the nine to five and come home and turn the TV on and eat the takeaway and oh, I love takeaway. You know what I mean? Like it's it's so easy. It's so easy. I think yeah, that's the that's the challenge. Um, getting away from the physical side of things, and this is a this is a really strange question, oh, but uh, is there? Do, what do you think happens after this? Is there a, is there a life after death in 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 Alicia's Ooh. mind? Is there a? Uh, do you think that there's um, what happens? Are you a reincarnation person? Are you a that's it, you're going to dark and close your eyes and it's all over. I like to – I actually don't really know. I've kind of tossed on this idea though. Obviously, I have I used to have this mega fear about death and then I realised oh, I'm not scared of death. I'm just scared of like what it's going to – the pain it's going to entail to get there. Like that's really what scares me. And then I'm like, do you come – like and then since having a son, I'm like, do you come back? Do you watch them? Like what happens? I don't – I don't know. I like to think that maybe you come back and watch, but I don't know. I've n- I don't actually know. Yeah. What's your thoughts? What's your like? Is it something you think about? It is something I think about a lot. I think and it's, it's a happy place. That's what I think. It's something I thought like, about a lot when I got sick. Um, because that's interesting. That was yeah, really so, sparked. Yeah. So it was. Uh, what happens? I don't know. I like to think that I like to think of of, of us as energy, and I like to think you know uh, yep, along the, the laws of energy. You know, it can't be destroyed nor created; it just evolves. And the the thing that 
the thing that is that throws a spanner in the works is is this idea of consciousness and we are self-aware beings and we know that we exist and we've created we all have what we would assume is a is a common consciousness and we all know we're sitting in this room and we're you know this is real and that's real and the drink was real and and then yeah but then there's also like this strange thing that when we close our eyes we're in a different place and you know we're on a different having different conversations that we're not in control of and is is that it do we just close our eyes and we're just living the dream world because we know no different is this a dream like there's all these things that we just don't understand and probably is you know that that ignorance is bliss thing when it comes to death is it is it just that you know that DMT release from the from the gland, and we just go on a fucking sweet trip, and and that's just our existence, and you know we're just there, and we just accept that as reality. I'm not sure, but have you ever had any like weird things happen when someone close to you has passed that would make you think that that kind of something might happen after? I look, I think our brains are powerful beyond like knowledge, and I think that. It lives to service in in a sense. So when my old man died, I remember, uh, yeah, so I remember having a dream, and I like I still remember the dream. And and you know he called me on the phone, and and like it was, see the I don't think I like it was definitely a phone call. But then I don't think I heard his voice. But I was convinced I was talking to him and. You know, he just said, you know, hey, how you going? Yeah, and I said, you know, good, how you going? Yeah, sweet, you're good? Yeah, everything's all good. And that was probably about the extent of the conversation. But then it was like, okay, and then someone asked me, um, okay, well, was it definitely his voice? And I was like, well, fuck, I don't know. But I thought it was, and then it was like, and then I was like, I don't even know if I remember his voice, Like, and, and now, like it's been so long now that I probably don't think I remember, like I've got a DVD from his 50th birthday there, that, like an old home recording, it's it's there and I'm, I'm not ready to watch it of course but yeah it's 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 a real funny thing when you lose someone like that that you just wonder if yeah if 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 you create all these things like in your own brain. I think sometimes it's like you want to believe it but then yeah. But then party have that has that doubt because like it's not a normal thing and it's not like you can't physically can't see touch it. It's, it. That, it's yeah. that energy thing, yeah. But I always think like I know when my nana passed recently and my papa went to the grave and then this butterfly came yeah. and sat on the flowers and you know you could there's this I think there's like a story of. Um, probably energies and stuff to do with butterflies and the butterfly probably just saw some flowers who knows but I said to I remember saying to my dad like how much nicer is it just to think that that was my nana coming through he went on the wedding anniversary I think um so I think sometimes you just got to take charge of your thoughts and just believe it um, just to feel more at peace and feel yeah, happy. The ignorance is bliss, yeah. isn't it? It's just yeah, like some people. It, are he could have looked at a caterpillar and got shit. the same thing, exactly. or an ant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, yeah, it's 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 that thing where we just sort of you talk about mindset and manifestation. You know, he could have seen a bird in the tree and yeah. and made that. You know, it's just that we we take what we can, I suppose, and make it work for us. Yeah, it, you, yeah. There's 
And and that might just be the way to live. It might be the perfect way to live, yeah. you know, if we just pretend all the time. Well, I heard a, a quote once that said something like, um, thoughts are just things and, like, things can be changed. And when you really think about it, a thought is just like a thing. And if you're around negative people a lot, like, they always see the worst in something. And I'm like, who wants to be like that? Like, you're just a really negative – like, it's mm. just so much nicer to just think and believe that the unbelievable is actually happening. Yeah. Mm. Why, why waste Even if it time? is a made-up story in your head, who cares? Like, yeah. think about how happy that makes you feel. Well, I'll tell you yeah. what, it's a, lo- it's a lot easier to be happy than it is to be sad. Yeah. And it's a, lo- it's a lot easier to recover from being – happy i've got a happy moment going you know you can come out of a happy moment and still be happy hours afterwards if you're sad takes hours and hours and days sometimes to come out of sadness to get back to happy so why wouldn't you choose to be on the happier side of things more than sad you know put put yourself into a negative frame is just it doesn't make sense to me and it's it's not to always be there because some people go oh you can't be happy all the time you know but it i think it's just important to not stay in a negative space when you're there like try to try to change your mindset to get out of it I know it's not always that easy, but yeah. No, every, every day you don't have to be on top of the world, but no. you've got to be on top of your world. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's all you have to be. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. I, I can honestly say, look, I'm. I'm. I would say that I'm happy ninety nine percent of the time. Yeah. And Same. the only time that I'm not is if something's happened. I just go. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and you need those moments. You need I those think, moments every now and then. because yeah. then then you realise how good happy is. Yeah. You know, and that's and every now and then you you get stuff that just. That pisses you off and makes you frustrated, but yeah, I'm lucky. I haven't had any sad moments for for a while. So yeah, when cool. when I get the next one comes through, it'll be so like oh, that'll be my sad moment. I'll have to deal with that how it comes. But yeah. you know, happiness. I love love being happy. Love waking up happy. Love knowing that I've got stuff in my day that's going to make me happy. Whether it's interacting with people or you know doing something like this or you know meeting new people. Yeah. That's what life's all about. Just trying Do to. Do you find, find as well like I I strike you to be a gratitude person? Are you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, because I, this is probably a bit off topic, but I think about this uh, quite a bit. Like, my parents don't live here, my partner works away, whatever. Um, To a lot of people, that's like super sad. And I've said this to my sister before. Like, every time my parents go, there is a couple of days where you just feel flat. It doesn't feel good. But then I don't really cry. I don't really get upset. Like, I don't really get sad. And I think to myself, God, is there something. Like, is that wrong? Like, should I be feeling all these sad emotions? But I think when you start to practice gratitude and you just live a bit happier, you just, it's not that you are not sad in those moments. You just, um, I don't know. You build, um, a, you build a strength about I don't gratitude. Know how to describe it, yeah. Yeah, you build a strength I around it. I think it is more to do with gratitude, yeah. Yeah, you've just got, so, I mean, I'm, I'm so grateful for all the opportunities that I've had mm. in my life and I've had such a freaking great life. Even, even when the walls have come tumbling down, yeah. when they're rebuilt, they're rebuilt slightly stronger in a different formation so it's not the same walls and I'm back to being happy again mm-hmm. and finding that nice, happy thing that, that gets me on, you know, I have certain things that I, that I do every day that bring, just bring me peace and harmony. Look, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll meditate every day, you know, I'll deep breathe, I'll do yoga at least three times a week, do all sorts of other training and stuff. And that's all stuff that just gets me in a really happy mindset. Yeah. And it just, that's what starts my day off. I started this morning off and did some training and then before I came here and it was just, it started my day off with just the, everything's fired up. Yeah. And I just feel great. Yeah. You, know? you just, you feel good. And even if you don't feel great, you just feel neutral. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, you don't you don't have to feel great. Yeah. You've just got to not feel shit. Yeah, that, yeah, that's it. It just gets you. It's just good. Yeah. How do you feel this morning, you fucking junk food eating bastard? 
I tell you what, after I went to bed last night. I'm surprised I, there's not like a bottle of lollies or something here. I uh, actually was, you know, I had my moment last night. I was being a bit sooky last night. And uh, I woke up this morning and I woke up this morning and told myself, right, that's it. It's done. It's something I'm trying to get better at. Like I, I don't. Avoid it. I don't avoid my sadness. I. I don't. I don't think that's the goal to yeah. either. I, no, I, I think sat, you've got to. You've got to actually have that yeah, emotion and yeah. go through that. I had to process it. You 100%. know, I had, I had to yeah, drive 100%. back from Perth yesterday, and you know, I was fine. I was fine until I got into the car by myself, and then I was mm-hmm. just like, okay, this has affected me, mm-hmm. and. I need to get through these thoughts and I need to figure out why it affected me. And, and, you know, I just needed to process it, which I did on the drive. And then I got here and it was just still with me. And and so I I talked it out and I recorded it and I tried to get all my thoughts out in a a short video. and, And I got it out to share it with people that it had affected me. And I went to bed and I was really sad when I went to bed and, and then I woke up this morning and I was like, you know what? I feel better. I feel feel good this morning. I knew when I went to bed last night that we had this today and I, I knew that I, I had to, you know, I had to bring my A game and, and I suppose my mind just knew that. And I woke up this morning and, you know, I just, I, I rolled over and it was cold, but I, who cares? You know, I was happy and I, I woke up and just, yeah, it's got shit done today. I knew that I had to get up and get it done and, and, and telling myself that it was, it was easier. It was it, it probably helped you actually getting it out like that, though. Like I think it did, yeah. People talk a lot about journaling and stuff, and I think that's, yeah. Yeah, yep. it, it, did, it definitely felt better once it was out, for sure. Yeah. Well, mm. well, one of the greatest human beings of all time, Chuck Norris. Just Chuck uh Chuck, you've seen Chuck Norris? Good, yes? Yeah, Oh, praise God. Like <laughs> well, one of his things was that if he had any negative thoughts... Yeah. He would write those negative thoughts down on a piece of paper. He'd screw them up, chuck them in the bin. He said, "There it is. It's done. Mm. It's done for me." So I, think I mean, there's something really powerful. In that. Well, it is. You know, I mean, that's like negative thoughts. If you don't do something with them, and I've said, I've said on this podcast before, and Ricky and I have talked. I think every thought inside your head need, is is like a cartoon bubble. You can see it. Nobody else can. You mm-hmm. actually need to speak it out to somebody to get that cartoon bubble outside of your head, so that you can process it properly. I think if you actually run those thoughts around in your head and just let them churn around. It never sorts itself out. You never get any resolution mm-hmm. from it. But if you actually speak it to somebody and it comes out of your head, you can then see it just like a cartoon bubble and there it is. The words are all there and you can process it easier. But if you leave it just jumbling around your head and try and sort it yourself, I don't reckon that works for a lot of people and that's why people internalise a lot of stuff, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm no psychologist, but the thing is I know enough about me and I know enough about some of the people I've dealt with to know that the more you hold things in, the more you, you sort of say, oh, people don't want to listen to my problems. People may not want to listen to your problems, but they're more than happy to listen to what you have to say. Yeah. That's, you know, that's if true. they're good friends, you know, and then when you speak it outside your head, like you, you recorded it and afterwards you probably thought, well, you got it out. You actually got to process it, not in your own head, but you actually got to get it outside your head and read it. And mm. then it's easier to process. I reckon that's just a great yeah. thing. I'll never leave anything inside we my own head. We suppress a lot, don't we? We I do, because sometimes. we don't want people to think we're weak. Yeah. And, and nobody's weak. You only deem yourself to be weak if you if you think, oh, if I say that, people think I'm, I'm weak. Look, and in the end, who cares what they think? Yeah. It's not yeah. so if they think that anyway, that's just an insecurity of their own. That's exactly right. Usually, because you know? so most people won't see it like that. No. Yeah. 
No, that's right. I mean, not so. Life can be as simple as hard as we make the old kiss method. Keep it simple, stupid. That's that's exactly <laughs> like what it is. That. You know, <laughs> we we can true. make it as simple as difficult as we like. You know, you yeah. put the you put the good things in, the good things come out. You put the bad things in, the bad things come out. Yeah. You know, so you just limit yourself to the bad. You know, put more put more good in, and just things just become easier, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. Um, look, while we're all so lovey dovey and positive <laughs> and shit, let's keep it going. Alicia, uh, what is Something you're proud of that you don't talk about. Goodness. Um can it be something that sounds really selfish? Anything. <laughs> this is That's this is your time. This is your time. Um I'm actually I don't really like talking about myself. No so one much does. Well, I do, but and Rick does. But like yeah, if, if do. I'm yeah. literally going to stand here and, and pat myself on the back, I'm really proud of the person I am becoming. I'm just proud of the person I'm becoming. Yep. Because I, I've really learnt that the more I work on myself and the better I become, like the better mum I am, the better partner I am. Like I'm just – so, yeah, I'm like just super proud of the person I'm becoming. Yeah. Awesome. Nice work. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. What is the uh, best compliment you've ever received? Wow, I don't take compliments very well, so I probably no just one completely does. Like shut does. them off. Which Nobody that's does. an interesting question. Um Put you on the spot. Rick, what's the best compliment you've ever received? Well tell you what, I'll give I'll give um Alicia a compliment now and see Ooh. if she recovers from it. Is your uh, is your left arm more muscular than your right arm? <laughs> That's, is that a compliment? Well, it will be in the second bit. Okay. Because the size uh, of that fucking rock on your left-hand finger, oh. Jesus Christ, <laughs> if people can see it, her left arm should be like fucking Schwarzenegger. She's got a rock on it like bloody, like a house brick. Oh, Jesus Christ. It just looks big from a distance. Bullshit. It looks big any which way. You can see it from down the street. Uh, you know what? That's something. All right, across me, I'll start using yeah. this arm more. I'll start using more of the other arm. <laughs> <laughs> it is a difficult question when you when you get asked stuff like that. How well do you take? Do you know what? Do you know what I've taken away from that question is that I don't allow probably compliments to come in enough. Like I know I do this all the time. I've, Someone I've will got give a, you compliment a compliment for you. I always like, oh, I just brush it off. I've got oh, I've got I, a compliment for you. I did it. I did say this to Rick the other day. I said I said to Rick that. Seeing your Instagram stories, you're like the happiest person in my Instagram stories every single time. I love opening Instagram, clicking on your head, because you're always there with a great smile and you're always happy and it's you, you've got yeah you've Aww. got this big smile on your face all the time. I said, oh, yeah, I said to her, yeah. I said you're gonna you're gonna love it. She's great. She's she's yeah she's always well, happy. You. And I just want to say with that, like that's truth as well, because I think a lot of people think, oh, Instagram's just for show. I'm like. No, that's just yeah, yeah, true. Yep. Oh, yeah. thanks. There that. you go. It's a nice it, it, all the social media things. I mean, I went off Facebook for years. I got so sick and tired of all yeah. the crap that was on it, and I've recently just got back on and just and recently just started up with Instagram. <laughs> and following us and all the crap we talk. Yeah, about. That's it. yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I think it is. It, social media has its way for you to get a message across. Like this, the message for us. When we get, especially when we get guests on like yourself to talk a little bit about yourself and your journey and things like that, and it's more about sort of passing on just the, this this happier content. You know, like we we're probably not ever going to get any sad content on here unless we decide to bring it up. But 
I think most of the time, the, the happy and positive content that we're going to try and push across to people is realize, yeah, we can get in a better spot. You just yeah. got to, we just got to put ourselves there and just surround ourselves with stuff that makes it better. And our, our sort of pretty much, at the moment, Ricky and I are constantly saying, just do more shit that you like. It's true. It's our motto. Just, yeah, it's just, it's a, just our motto. You know, we're pretty much yeah. going to have just about to change our motto to that because. And don't feel guilty about doing it because I think sometimes we do something we like and then people feel guilty. I'm like, no, just do it and mm. enjoy it and be in the moment. Unless it's do murder. It. Yeah, <laughs> don't do don't murder. Don't do murder. No. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, Part of me is like, well, if it makes you happy. No, but you shouldn't know. <laughs> <Is> it... <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Do shit you like that doesn't affect other people doesn't mortally. Doesn't... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, <laughs> I want to keep it really positive, but I'm going to bring it back negative, but then we're going to get positive again. Okay. Um, what's the... What's the What's something you failed at and, and, and what did you learn? How did you bounce back? Um, wow, something I failed at. Um, 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 I don't really know. No? No fails? I've probably had a lot of fails. Just um, nailing everything. Just out of your 100% strike rate. Cool. All right. Well, that's one thing. But do you, know, do you know what I do? I overthink things. So I'm probably way overthinking this, trying to think of like the worst possible case mm. fail ever. Um, I don't know. Or maybe this means I just don't really think about my fails. Not necessarily a bad thing, though. I just... You process um, your fails in a certain way. Just all right. What's something? Um, yeah, you sorry, you give me, me something that you've done. Oh shit! I've I do this all the time. So I say Wait. yes to everything, and I just get in and try and do it. And I I fail so often. I uh, I get so full of my own shit sometimes, and then realize that I'm not good at something. <laughs> but I just fight through it. Um, let let me re let me rephrase. Not necessarily what is something you fail at. What is something you're inherently not good at that you are trying to improve how about that um not quitting on something when i get a bit nervous is that something you've done in the past again this comes back to like the whole mindset thing like sometimes you you say you're going to do something and you probably with when i did my raw cakes like i don't think i think i was actually I had a real thing for that and I think uh, my passion and desire was so strong with that. Um, but I think I tapped out too early out mm. of nerves, out of uh, who knows what, the own things I was telling myself in my head. If you did it again now, would you stop? Do you think you're a not. different no, person I, now? I honestly think since, um, I didn't want to name drop, but since I like, have been affiliated with like prove it mm-hmm. um the personal development i've learned through being with that company i think i've often thought about this if i went back to my raw cakes now and I, i've never said i won't um i think i would just probably annihilate it mm. <laughs> like i yeah but so i try what's, not to have what's prove about it? it um so they're a company that shares bioidentical ketones oh yeah yeah okay yeah, so they bought Con, like consumable ketones to the market um, and that's how I got into the keto thing to start with um, but through nice. their a lot of their events and stuff like I was surrounded by people like um, Joseph McClendon yeah I've heard the him. name before yep um, Tony Robinson can't yep. think of him 
And it just, that whole like personal development journey, I think, yeah, when I did the raw cakes and all that kind of stuff, I, I was in like a lot of self-doubt. Like I knew where I wanted to go, but then I was taking on too much criticism and it was all the negative stuff. So oh, I, I feel really bad stuff. now telling that your avocado cheesecake oh, is fucking horrible. Except yours, I didn't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fair. And like I would, I would change recipes so much because someone said, oh, maybe it's a bit too minty. I'm like, God, Alicia, just no. What? Tell them to give fuck. Just like go back into yourself. <laughs> Eat the mint. <laughs> I should have had you on the side with Yeah, me. absolutely. Yeah, oh, so that's... probably quitting before I really even, before it got good, you know, like quitting when it gets just that little bit hard. mm yeah, and look, it, it's 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 hard to keep, you know, the 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 saying, you know, throw shit at the wall until something sticks. Mm. It is hard. Like it, it, it oh, is yeah. hard to keep yeah. keep self motivated because I, I don't know about you guys, and it probably sounds really fucking weird. I internally believe I have something to give the world. And, and I, I believe that there's a, there's something in me that will change the world or at least a small part of it. Mm-hmm. And That'll when create you, a ripple effect. And, and, and you, you're trying and, and you get like so pushed back and you're like, why aren't people listening or why or I haven't hit the audience yet or I haven't found the, the delivery method yet. It gets to the point where you're like, Fuck, do I have something to give the world or am I just talking shit? (laughs) And then that's when that like mental talk Mm, comes in, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And and then you just... And it's like you're trying to find a way to to get out. I think that's that's where the right people around you come in. If I said to Rick right now, I said, man, this isn't fucking work and we need to stop this podcast, he would say, no. No I'd probably say no as well. He would just keep coming to the door. Yeah, (laughs) so... Oi, it's time to do this shit again. Do you know what I mean? And and I think you need people like that. You need people on your team. You do. That just say, hey, no. Yeah. And then you you just try and find, oh, maybe we just need better branding. Okay, well, then come to me. Let's do a rebrand. Oh, Mm -hmm. maybe need a better website. Again, come to me. I'll build your website. Do it. I need better sales people. I need better sales training. Whatever the fuck it is. You build yourself a team of friends and and associates, and and I mean this team doesn't even need to be physically with you. It might be on a Monday when you're feeling shit, where you go find a YouTube video about never giving up, or you don't want to go to the gym. Well, fuck me, there's a, you know, uh, what's the dude's always telling you, yelling at you, Jocko Willink, or your yeah. you know your Goggins, or whoever it is, tells you stop being a pussy, get your shit together, and How go to the gym. Goggins? Oh my god. He's very intense. <laughs> oh yeah. He's really yeah. good though. He's fully intense. I saw but him I live I, once and I was like, And I mean, look, this is the time we live in. We're so lucky we've got access to yeah. not necessarily the Greatest person we can't reach and touch them, but we've got access to people's thoughts like we've never have had before. I think that's really, really exciting for the future of, of mm-hmm. people. I think it's the best time to be alive. I think mm-hmm. that there's no better time. Yeah, oh, it's it's all out there now. You can you can find anyone out there to motivate you, to inspire you, to mm-hmm. do anything. If you re- if you all you have to do is open your mind to it. Yeah, you yeah. just have to just open the door and go. Yep, I'm willing to listen to what you have to say. Do you know um, on that as well? Um, someone uh, someone once said, you know, we un- what do we overestimate what we can do in like six to twelve months, and we underestimate what we can do in like ten years. Mm. And I think that's really massive. Like we live in a world where we want it now. 
Like we just like, why isn't that happening? Why isn't that happening? It's like, God, it's been six months. Like mm. you're only just starting, you mm. know. A lot of these people that have made it, they've been either manifesting it or they've been working on it for so many years prior. Um, and I think you've just got to keep going. That's what's going to make you different but you, from you, anybody you else. You see it all the time. Is oh, look, he become an overnight success or she become Maybe, an overnight yeah. success. And it's like, well, yeah. you didn't see me growing in a way, you know, like yeah. I, I get it a lot with, with arts. Like, oh man, you just like so good. It's yeah. like you see one picture out of like 3,000 and you don't see the 600 hours I've spent in the studio beforehand or the... Mm-hmm. You see, a, you see an end piece, you don't see the 60 hours it took me to draw it. Like, you don't see that. You yeah. just see a bit, and, and that's what we're conditioned to do. It's just like, oh, sick, like, next. And yeah. it's just, yeah, it's it's this funny thing, you know. You, yeah, you see you see super fit people, and you're like, oh, man, you're killing it. And it's like, yeah, you didn't see the 30,000 reps it took to get here. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah, now, I mean, when you start to realise that, you, you, I, I, I personally – Prefer the journey over the like, oh, not for myself. Sorry, that's a lie. <laughs> I fucking hate the journey, <laughs> but I like I like watching other. But like, I love seeing people change. I've loved seeing your change. Where you like, mm-hmm. you know, when we sat down and had that coffee, I said, just create, just do something, build your brand, and 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 it'll it'll show itself. That You'll find your own groove. <laughs> yeah, and, and you, so nervous. but yeah, but who gives a shit? You know, you know people. What do they say? Um, marry the process, divorce the outcome, or something like that. Yeah, right. And I'm like, when you truly do just love the process and you enjoy it, and you you're like, you must get excited to do this. Oh, I fucking love this. Yeah. Oh yeah, I could show you everything yeah. of what this will be. And like, that's like, huge. Yeah. How many people get up and go to work and they're like. It's like, hey. yeah, but you know you have the option to change just a well, little bit. Where we work, we see it a lot. So, yeah. you know, oh, we're like you. two people in the refinery that are out crushing and we're just killing it. Yeah. There's 1,200 employees there and you can watch them walk in from the garret, just depressed. And you watch them like when they should be walking out, yeah, loving it, and they're just still depressed. Yeah. It's and, then, and then they come up with all these reasons why they can't and it's like – We've all got the same amount of hours in a day. Mm. You, you could just spend like one hour a day or five minutes like yeah. on something you're passionate about. Yeah, well, yeah. We, we get stuck in this idea that we need to have a big house yeah. and a fancy car. And, and then so yeah. we get locked into these ideas that are created for us. It's in, like never ever, never ever as a kid did you think, all right, like Riley now wouldn't think, I need a big house and I need a Range Rover and I need this. He just yeah. wants to run around and play in the dirt yeah. and, you know, and then you slowly get conditioned to it by yeah. everything we see in the phone and, yeah. you know, these ideas are just given to us and our parents do it as well. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm guilty of it as well and you need to you need to get a job and you need to do this and you, and, and you don't. No. <laughs> but you yeah. can't create kids that are lazy because then it's just it's you know that that's one thing that's not going to help them mm-hmm. I, I think I, I don't know not, not, not in today's society it won't not there's, there's too many people <clears throat> going after now like and it's i don't know if it's a percentage thing and it's a numbers thing is there more people just going after it now or does it just seem like that because we can see it i don't know mm. It's more visible for us all now. Yeah. That's, that's for sure. You know, it becomes more, every time you look on the internet, there's there's more stuff, more content being produced. It's only because it's more available now. Mm. People can find it. I mean, 
look at how easy for us was it's to easy. start took, this. Took us one day to That's, set up. Yeah. Bit and of waiting time for shit from Amazon and then we just then, did it. And then we're into it. Yeah. And you we're know. just, oh, are we killing it? Yes. Yeah. But I think sometimes <laughs> it's as well, there's, yes. like, there's a lot of people doing it though, but there's, it, like, where are they all going to be in six months' time? That's the interesting thing. Yeah. Like, if you just consistently keep at it, I just, I say this to Barb's all the time. I'm like, you can't really fail. Like, if you just keep going and you keep well, getting uh, better. Well, even if like you, you don't, you if, can't not if you think this is where it's going to get to and it doesn't, okay, well, at the very least, do you know what? Riley's always going to have this two hours conversation with your voice in it. He's always yeah. going to have your thoughts when he was this age. He's always going to have that. Yeah, it's forever. This is, you it's know, forever. this is this is <laughs> no, this is good. my idea yeah. of legacy. Is my kids will never like not have my voice, my face. They'll always have something. So I don't have a lot of that of my dad, and you know, I'd, I wouldn't. He was a really, really staunch sort of like old school dude. Didn't talk about his feelings and stuff like that. Well, my kids will never have that. Mm-hmm. They'll always know what I thought about a certain topic, mm-hmm. you know, and and my thoughts about them. And you know, maybe one day Nick will look back at this when she's in her twenties and go, "Ah, oh, sort of understand now what his thoughts were about me in school and mm-hmm. and you know these sort of things." So I think that even if you don't hit here. You're still going to impact someone, yeah. you know, if it's you or your kids or Rick yeah. might be super pumped or, yeah, I think that there's there's, there's something in just creating in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we've probably covered a fair chunk of this question, but so we talked about if you could go back and what, what information do you wish you could take with you. The, the flip side of that question is, what advice do you have for old Alicia? What is, is something you would love to tell her to not stop doing or don't give up on or is something that, you know, you just want to tell your future self? Oh, my future self. Mm. Not my child self. No, so go the other way. Um, so, Okay. There's something I would want to tell my future self. So think of it like a time travel question. If you could go forward and tell the, the old version of you to do something in their life, like where, like what is that? What do you want to tell 80-year-old Alicia that she should have should have done or keep doing or? I, I feel like, honestly, the journey I'm on right now, like I, I don't know if I would tell my 80-year-old self anything, I'd more like celebrate with her. Okay. Yeah. I'd more go like, you did it, Alicia. Because this is how I think I'm moving forward from here. Like, you did it, Alicia. You you stuck to what you said you were going to do. You stayed true to yourself. You became the person you always wanted to be. And you inspired others to do the same. Sweet. Well, I, I think that answers the question. So. Yeah, yeah, it does. I don't know. Yeah. Because you don't necessarily have to tell yourself something. No, it just I would like, just celebrate with her. Yeah. Yeah. One hell of a celebration it'll yeah, be. Yeah, <laughs> I, th- I think I would because I, yeah. All right, final question. Let's And don't rush this. It's not like I hurry up and finish. <laughs> um, what, is your, what is your best tip for making the world a better place? What's Alicia's advice to the world? Here's how we make it better. Um, I know everyone's 
very different, but I think if we more just and, and I know it's a bit of a probably a bit of a thing at the moment, but if we more just um I think if we more just all looked into our own lives rather than worrying about everybody else's and we just all tried to be a little bit better ourselves, just like just a little bit um, without any like outside noise and we concentrated on ourselves, we were just selfish for a while, maybe the world would be a little bit better. Like obviously I think um, giving and all that kind of stuff is amazing, but I think we just sometimes need to be a little bit selfish and look because I think a lot of hurt or anger or um, jealousy and all that kind of stuff is because we're so fixated on other things and we're not um, and I'm really thinking of someone when I say this which is interesting but I won't say a name but um, I think we just need to be more true to ourselves yeah was it more move was it Gandhi or the Dalai Lama the Dalai Lama Dolly that says be the change you want to see in the world is that Possibly. Yeah, I, okay, I'll tell you. I don't know if she'll listen to this, but it's more my mum, right? Ooh. Like, and I bring up my mum in a good way, but um, I think sometimes we change who we are according to outside circumstances, and we mm. don't really move like we don't move forward in the right direction because we're influenced by, oftentimes in today's world, negative crap. Mm. What's well, so easy? I think if it? we just it's went easy. back to like, yeah. What, like you see how happy you are, just as an example, doing this podcast. Like if we all move just a little bit forward with something we like, like we would all be a little bit happier. We would be, maybe be a little bit stressed. Hey, Alicia's mum, do more shit you like. I know. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. right, Alicia's mum. Like when my mum has a cup of coffee, she lights up. Yeah. But then there's other things she does and she just gets a bit... Um, I don't know. I just see it and I'm always trying to encourage her just to... Do more Do shit you like. Stuff. Don't worry about what other people are saying. So, yeah, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, I think it does. It does. That answer our question? Yeah, Rick? damn right it does. What do you got? What do you got, Rick? What do you got for Alicia? Any questions? Oh, geez. Well, actually, she did open the CrossFit door. Let's fucking go down. Uh. Get on that path. So, you, so you, are you a CrossFitter? I am a CrossFitter. Nice. What do you, yes. what do, you do? How many days a week? Um, this is where Rick makes you feel really bad because he exercises like every hour. On the hour. <laughs> um, about five. Nice work. Maybe five, yeah. Yeah, nice work. I, I, do you know what's really interesting? A couple of days ago, the CrossFit trainer said, he listened to a podcast and he said, you're either training or you're exercising. And I was like, oh, that's powerful. Because I think I've done CrossFit for a few years and then I had a break and then I've come back again. And I think I've always been exercising whereas now i'm more training as crossfit so i'm actually actively trying to get better yeah not that's just it. going through the motions that's that's the one good thing i see with crossfit is that it's it's all about increasing your the amount that you do in a certain time frame and stuff I've, I've never been into crossfit um i do heaps of other bits and pieces for me so i i actually train sports specific mm-hmm. for me is which is which is why so like i don't want to go down the crossfit line yep. for me because I, I need to generate the certain exercises for certain things that i want to do um love the idea though mm. love the idea of a few friends that have gone gone down there they reckon that they that they love it it's yep. just good we've got actually quite a good following down here in the southwest there's um oh, there is a good thing. do you know mm. what i love about crossfit though it's like the exercising and all that's great but it's the community that the crossfit 
creates. Yeah, well, because that's it has the, what I'm really drawn to. Because it has the games and stuff. You know, people can yeah. choose to be as neutral or as competitive as they want to be. Yeah. You can be competitive with yourself, or you can be competitive with everyone else and try and be the best that you can be. Yeah. So there's there's a, there's an environment for it, which is really really good. You know, whether it's I mean, I spend a lot of my time training at home, mm-hmm. uh, and I have my own goals that I want to achieve with my training. Yep. So it's nice for me at the end of the day. So I had a training session this morning and, and uh, all going well. I'll probably squeeze one in um, just after lunch maybe today. So I'll squeeze in two. Do you like more weights or are you more of a I'm, cardio or a bit no, of a... No, I'm, I'm a mix of both. Oh, yeah. I'm a mix of both. Because you were a tennis. Tennis, golf, jiu-jitsu, yeah. So I, I, I mix it all up, yoga and stuff like that. So there's, there's yeah, pretty pretty wide and varied to what I do. Uh, I like uh, throwing around the weights, like throwing around kettlebells, stuff like that. I like doing calisthenics. Mm-hmm. All that sort of thing. So I just... I'll, all rounder. Yeah, I just like yeah. mixing it up a little That's bit. Cool. Yeah, I just want my body to be functional yep. and just support the stuff that I want it to do. Yeah. I don't want it to be, you know, the best body that somebody else goes, oh, man, you're in really good nick. I don't really give a fuck. Yeah. You know, if I can go out and do the things I want to do, pain-free, uh, move, movement easy, uh, I just want that. Yeah, that's cool. Just want just want that health and fitness side of things just to be good. Yep. Such a sexy old man. <laughs> just a burnout old dog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, just so everyone knows, I'm going to have KFC for lunch today, so... <laughs> going to smash, smash down a, one of the new hey, burgers. that's just that you being a little bit more of you, see? That hey, makes I, you happy. I know what I like. Is and it? it's hot and spicy chicken. <laughs> 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 All right. And it's damn good. Mm, so that's what I'm about. Jess, that's what we're having for lunch. All right, well... I think we'll call it there. I think that's been a really good, really good conversation. How did you find that's it? That's been great, mate. That was good. Wasn't too yeah. scary? No. I feel like, um, I like yeah, now that you got the first one out, like it's always a little bit awkward in the first. But, um, well, we, we will welcome I you back here. Cool. We will welcome you back here whenever you're ready. Guys, please find us on the socials. Uh, let's figure this out. Podcasts are everywhere. Rick is creating content like a beast. You will see his face. Uh, original Ricky G. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched your rant this morning. Oh, yet. it's a wild face. <laughs> he's uh, he's on there very cl- up close and personal. Yep. Uh, yeah, and, and find us on Facebook in the Let's Figure This Out tribe. We need to bump that up a bit more and get more, more community talking in there. But, yeah, come find us and we'll see you next time. See you next time, guys. Thanks see again. Bye. Thanks, Alicia. Bye. Thank you.